Welcome to another podcast where I, Samantha Eason, owner and licensee of Exclusively Managed in Brisbane, discuss property management and strategies for managing your investment property. This show will discuss the many factors that contribute to poor management of investments and what makes a successful investment thrive. We would love to hear from our local investors directly. If you have a scenario or situation you would like our assistance with, hit us up online. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Samantha Eason here with another episode on talking property management. And today's episode is, I guess, one that runs by every investor's mind um, at one point. Who actually cares about their investment? And what I'll be talking about today is a situation that has happened with one of my clients. And it's been over the last few weeks. So one of our clients with Exclusively Managed recently sold their investment and it settles in about a month's time. The new owners of the property are moving in once the tenants vacate. This is in five months' time, maybe four, from settlement. And settlement takes place in just a few days. Now, here is the question again for you guys listening. Who actually cares about your investment? With my investment property, if I was purchasing one with tenants in the property existing, I would want to ensure that the agency looking after my property already has a good relationship with the tenants and knows the property inside and out, has a fantastic background history of the property, especially if I'm going to be moving in. Now, why would an agency jump through so many hoops for a management for only four months? This works out to about $600 in fees, maybe $800 if the percentage is higher, and that's over the four to five months. But apart from that, I really don't understand why you would strip a property from the familiar face, take away the agent with the relationship, the agent that knows the property's history, and why you would want to risk that for less than $1,000 and likely a poor vacate that would upset the the client at the end of it. The client that sold or like purchased the property through your agency, why you would take on a management for four to five months where you've got no history of the property, you have no relationship with the tenants and not a good relationship at that, why you would go out of your way for the management. Money has driven agencies since the beginning of time and real estate agencies have always been focused on the income, on the growth, the sales, the percentages. You'll hear it. You need to meet these KPIs. You need to call this you know, these many people. You need to go door knocking. You need to reach 100 doors, 100 faces, get at least one lead. That's what they tell sales agents. For every 100 phone calls, you'll get one good lead out of it. And I'm sorry to break this to you when you're listening today, but they don't care about your investment. Because if they did, 
they would know the benefit of keeping a property for a few months with the person who knows the property, knows the tenants, has a good relationship with the tenants. They wouldn't put someone with no background, no history or relationship with the tenant for the next five months when that client moves in. If it was going to continue as an investment property, by all means, but when the client's moving in, it's less than $1,000 of income and it makes no sense. Now, while I may have a crack at real estate agents and being one myself, let me tell you a story. I've had a client come to me a couple of years ago and he was furious with his property managers. They didn't tell him that his tenants were vacating and approved an application without telling him. Now, we can't do that. If you're not aware, we legally must tell the tenant or tell the client when their tenants are vacating and they get to choose who lives in their property. They get to choose the applications. They get to have a say in what the rent is advertised at. We give our market analysis. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to the client and we have to communicate that to the client at all changes involving the investment property. Now, this client rang me up one day and he was told me what was happening and he was absolutely ropeable. He wanted me to take over immediately. It was just, Sam, I've had enough. How dare they do this? And I expressed to him that they he can use this to his advantage. I asked him what type of a tenant he wanted and to give me more of an information on the applicant. Has she been checked? What does she do for work? Etc. She was a great tenant on paper, great rental history, great job, great income. I personally would accept the application. I would put this applicant forward to the owner should I have done the letting. But they did wrong by him. And what I recommended is that he get compensated. Ask for the letting fee to be waived. They did the wrong thing. They mucked up. They didn't abide by legislation. He works in the industry, so he is aware of legislation. There is no point, and I told him this, there was no point of me taking the letting fee from him when he can get it for free, especially if you get a good tenant out of it. And he was shocked. And he said, he's sure, Sam, because I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to give this to you. And I said, but your investment is worth more to me than $550. I care more about your bottom line than a little bit of extra income into the business account. It doesn't serve me if you're going without when that can be handled and that can be dealt with. I came across a podcast a few months ago and this story has stayed in my mind since, even though it happened a couple of years ago. But when you put people over money, you will always do well in business. And this is where the franchises, unfortunately, and the larger agencies have failed investors. We have rental reforms as strict as they ever have been, with so many people against them and many investors leaving because of them. And I believe it's because there are agencies that do not care about your investment. They care about their bottom line. So let me repeat that. There are agencies out there that do not care about your investment. They only care about 
their bottom line. We have to enforce minimum housing standards, which seem like normal requirements any house should have. Safety, well-maintained, clean. That seems like the obvious. It doesn't make any sense why we would have to enforce that. And I've worked in these offices. It is because landlords and investors haven't been forced by their property managers to do the required maintenance on their home. And what I mean by that is everybody knows that if you don't fix a problem straight away, it becomes bigger, becomes more expensive to fix. I've had clients go, you know, please send a plumber out when there's another plumbing item, even though they've already got a leak. Nah, just wait until there's another one reported. I've had clients try and band-aid decking repairs and it over time just gets worse. I've had clients not wish to do major roof work and then have had to vacate their tenants and spend six times the amount. I've seen many entry condition reports completed by other agencies with mold repeatedly mentioned. And like I said, decking and staircases just in absolute disarray. You shouldn't have to enforce a standard which people should already be meeting to. And the reason why it's been so strictly enforced now is because there are so many properties out there where the landlords are not getting told by their property managers they have to fix something. And the reason is, is because they're too scared that the property management, um, the property managers are scared because the principal will yell at them because the client will leave and go to someone else. I would be more scared about the fact that someone could fall through a staircase or a balcony. I wouldn't really care about the $2,000 income you receive from that client. I think... You know, there needs to be more of a priority on what we are scared of, what we fear as property managers and principals and business owners. Losing a client as opposed to gaining a lawsuit, I can see which one I would prefer. And it's it's the fact property managers are run by their principal, and I've worked with countless who care more about the numbers of properties in their portfolio than the actual properties or the clients themselves. In my past experience, I've had a client yell and berate me because I approved emergency electrical work because his property was unsafe and the tenants were at risk of being electrocuted and Energex wouldn't connect the power without, you know, this being rectified. This client actually expected his tenants to have zero power no electricity, and there'd be no repercussions. He didn't care. He just abused me. How dare you, Samantha? It's emergency required maintenance. Your tenants can't get power connected. I don't care. You shouldn't have had to get it done. I physically had to get it done. There's clients like that that will understand when something needs to be done. And then unfortunately, there are others who don't care. They just simply don't. And there's no one telling them that they have to get these things completed in time. And I've said this before, it's branded on my website. The aim of your investment is that it is profitable 
and becomes profitable so that you have a successful investment. And so when you're ready to sell, you obtain the market value for it. If your property is in poor condition, what exactly are you selling it for? Are you selling to make a loss or a gain? And I see this in my job. We have clients that need to sell interest rates um, and they've never done any general maintenance or good upkeep of the property. It's dated, it's, it's aged. They question why their property is not worth as much as the property down the street. The property down the street is getting their things fixed as soon as they become broken. You're unfortunately not doing that. We've sent you countless emails. I don't even bother with the emails. I flat out will say to any client who comes um, ringing us, if something is required to be fixed, we deal with it and you get notified after. We stick with your, your preferred budget, we make it work, and we get things fixed. Most things can be fixed within that, that bottom tier of budget, especially if it's required maintenance. We ask our trades to check over all similar issues make sure the problem's not going to resolve its like appear again in two weeks' time and we have to send out the trade again. We want it all sorted in that one visit. And if a quote's required, we obtain it straight away. But no one else seems to do that. And when it's questioned as to why, they think we're doing the wrong thing. And I've seen people, you know, other property managers on our Facebook page as a community group, they mean well, but their questions, they've got no clue. There's no innovation. There's no trying to better the system. They're working off what they've been told 10, 20, 15, 7 years ago, whenever they were trained, and they're not evolving. Our whole industry has evolved. We are a completely paperless industry now. We do electronic signatures. We have electronic reporting. We can do 360-degree videos of inspections. We've got our phones at our fingertips at all times. The industry and our community, our people, everyone has evolved. The property managers need to evolve with them. You need to move in with the times. You need to make it easier for an investor, not harder. You can't give them problems. Give them only solutions. That's 101. And unfortunately, in all of my time of working in offices through the big and the small agencies, franchise or not, it's absolutely ridiculous how many people don't know basic property management skills. And this can also be part of who actually cares about your investment because there are many investors out there and landlords that think property manager is just someone that pushes the button. They just organize the maintenance. It is so much more than that. They need to ensure that your property is tracking well. They need to get you ahead of the market. They can't have you sitting in the market. They can't have you sitting behind the market. But a good property manager will force you to do those maintenance items when you need to. A good property manager will look at you and go, hey, you can make $550 here instead of losing $550. I'll look after you at the end. And a good property manager has a relationship with their tenants because you need that relationship for a successful vacate. 
And when you have agencies who are collecting managements for eight grand, no, $800, $1,000, whatever it may be, it's not exactly one that I can see them working for very difficult or very hard. I don't see them going above and beyond. I see them doing the bare minimum. And you don't know any better because you don't know the relationship with the property, you don't know the history, and neither does the property manager. And that's what it comes down to. You've got to choose your agencies wisely. And for anyone listening to this podcast, the reason why I'm against large agencies is because I've worked in them. I know exactly how easily it is for things to get missed. So you let me know who actually cares about your investment because I don't see it being the principal at the large agency that isn't returning your call. Thank you. And that is today's episode. I'm hopefully back on deck doing as more of these as I can and as many as I like. Um, But I need some topics to talk about. So please shoot me through an email or a text message. Um, My number is 0411-60952. You can find us online at exclusivelymanaged.com.au. But apart from that, I just want to know what you guys want to hear about. I know that we have a lot of controversy over a particular sales agent who said some pretty degrading like things on social media last week, so I can cover that. But apart from that, I just want to say thank you for listening, and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. My main focus is on growing our clients' investments, so our audio or style may be a bit choppy, as I'm not a professional speaker, but I'm committed to being transparent with my communication with our clients, including you as our listener. Thanks for listening to Talking Property Management with Samantha Eason. And don't forget to visit us online at exclusivelymanaged.com.au.